Last week on Let's Talk Supply Chain, Miguel Suricanta, all the way from Spain, came on the show to talk about what he's doing in his company, Solutions and Decisions. He's got three pillars and things that he does for companies and their supply chains from a talent development perspective to a consulting perspective. He is definitely the guy that you want to help in any challenge that you have within your supply chain, within your business. His three pillars are change, grow, and share. He lives by them. And it's an amazing episode talking all about his journey into solutions and decisions and what exactly they do and how they can help you. So go and check that out over on letstalksupplychain.com under podcasts. You're not going to want to miss that episode. Let's Talk Supply Chain is not your average supply chain podcast. We feature not just the top of the industry, but also diverse voices from within the community, new innovations and the disruptors making waves in the industry. Don't listen Listen to the same old, same old. Be sparked by new ideas and fresh perspectives only on Let's Talk Supply Chain. What is quality assurance? SQA believes that quality is getting what you paid for. Quality is spectacular, iconic, heroic, patient safety, safe flights, and astronauts to space. Quality is worldwide. SQA has a global footprint that supports complex and highly regulated supply chains. The partnerships SQA has created over 25 years have benefited through integrated strategies where SQA is able to support clients on an annual basis. Each year, SQA works with its client partners and their suppliers in over 70 countries, deploying a robust network of over 1,000 associates. SQA understands the complexity and challenges within a global supply chain, and our clients have seen that the results from SQA exceed their internal efficiencies. Annually, SQA performs 3,000 audits, 150,000 hours of component inspections, and 35,000 hours of engineering supplier development. Quality is what you put into it and how great you want it to be. For over 25 years, SQA has been a leader in assessing, monitoring, and improving supply chain performance. Quality is SQA, so come and join us. You can visit us at sqaservices.com. Hello and welcome back to Let's Talk Supply Chain. This week I am moderating a panel at the CSCMP Edge Conference and then I'm also going to be moderating a couple of panels at the Supply Chain Tech Conference, um, both virtual and both really, really, really good opportunities. The one that I'm doing over at Supply Chain Tech is with Mar- Martha Lumatete and Daniel Stanton, and the one over at CSCMP Edge is with Irina Roska. Both amazing panels, and um, can't wait to see you there. So today, I'm excited to be joined by a CEO, entrepreneur, logistics consultant, speaker, diversity and inclusion trainer and all-around inspirational woman. Can you guess who it is? Well, I will reveal it after our question of the week. So the question of the week is, which supply chain speaker or expert would you would you make sure to catch their presentation? Now, the reason why I asked that was because Daniel Stanton on Thoughts and Coffee a couple of weeks ago said that conference season is well underway. 
Um, but I'm also hearing that there's a lot of webinar fatigue out there as well. And so I kind of wanted to see who you want to see, who you want to hear from, what you want to hear about, well, more about who you want to hear from. And we had a lot of great responses from a lot of people in the community. And I just want to thank everybody for coming out and mentioning all these people. So Jenny from, uh, from South Africa, she actually put a list of people from Africa that you would want to tune into. So if you want to go and check that out, make sure to check out that list. Some amazing people listed on this list like Ramatu, um, Teello, Bridget, Tanya Lamb, uh, Chantel, a lot of people that I've been able to actually get connected with and I'm seeing them doing amazing things on LinkedIn and things like that as well. Tanya Lamb said, Sean Cully, Douglas Kent, Grant Swanepoel, and Temi Topi. Um, Danielle says that it's a great question and he's curious to see what everybody has to say. Edmund Lee says, Joe Lombardo, Stephanie Krishnan, Wolfgang Lechmacher and Raymond Krishnan. Yes, I have heard of some of those people and I couldn't agree more with that as well. Uh, Jit Hitchman, uh, some people were mentioning her as well, which is great. Rob O'Byron, um, and so, so much more. I mean, there's so many amazing people that we can really learn from. Jonathan Kempe, uh, that was voted for by Jammin. Uh, he's always got some amazing things to say. And Alviro over on the Let's Talk Supply Chain post said, Daniel Stanton, John Gatorna, Richard Wildling and Radu Palomario. So thank you to everybody who uh, commented on our question of the week. Remember, we do it every single Wednesday morning on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And um, if you comment on the Let's Talk Supply Chain LinkedIn page, we will make sure to feature you on an upcoming episode. So now back to today's podcast and the powerhouse woman I have with me today is Hope White, founder and CEO of HD White Logistics and the founder of Hope White Consulting. As well as years of experience in transport and logistics, Hope is also passionate about women's issues and social causes and is a member of the Greater Women's Business Council, a board member for Operation Lunchbox, a nonprofit organization that provides non-perishable foods for children in Henry Butts and Clay. Counties every week, and that's out of um, Georgia, and a member of the Henry County Chamber of Commerce. She'll be sharing her insights with us today about her journey to logistics, why she loves it despite the challenges of being a woman in a male dominated industry, and why the future of trucking is female. So, just a little bit more about Hope before we dive in. So, Hope White is the CEO of HD White Logistics and the founder of Hope White Consulting. As a logistics consultant, Hope helps companies improve operations and develop cost-effective solutions for supply chain, warehouse, material handling, and distribution issues. As CEO of HD White Logistics, she is responsible for the operations and strategic direction of the company. Prior to founding HD White Logistics, Hope served as an intricate piece of the transportation logistics team as a transportation supervisor of Home Depot Direct Fulfillment Network. During her four-year tenure, she served the company in various capacities, including inbound, outbound operations, EDI compliance, vendor compliance, inventory control, 
and transportation. Coming into the world of transportation and logistics sparked a deeper interest and hope than any other previous career path. Not only does transportation foster an environment that allows her ability to build strong relationships and communicate to thrive, but she finds that despite challenges of being a woman in a male-dominated industry, women are the answer to many of the trucking industry's problems. So welcome to the show, Hope. Awesome. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Great. Thanks. I am so excited that you're here because you guys all know how much I love chatting to women in this industry and especially excited to have Hope with me today because she is both founder and CEO of a large logistics company and the founder of her own consulting business, as well as an active campaigner and supporter of a variety of social and diversity issues, air quotes, in her spare time. So she's definitely a superwoman. I can't get I can't wait to get to know more about who you are and what you're doing in the industry. So why don't we start out with telling us a story behind HD White Logistics. How did you come to find found the company and establish the brand? So Sarah, thank you so much. First of all, thank you again for having us on. Um, we are so elated and so excited to be able to share our story on this platform. So we just want to thank you again for that opportunity. But yeah, HD White Logistics started um, in 2016. Um, for many that don't know, my background is supply chain. I'm former Home Depot. Yeah, I bled orange for a long time. Um, <laughs> um, after being there for about five years in transportation logistics, uh, my husband purchased a truck. And as some stories are, you know, similar with this, I was helping him out and learned that, okay, what I'm doing at work is not much different than what my husband was doing um, in the truck from day to day, you know, as far as finding loads, um, being paired with good brokers, getting good rates, you know, all of these different things. And so I said, well, if I can do this at work for Home Depot, certainly I can build my own company and do this because I understood from the supply chain perspective that um, we had a lot of suppliers that were over committing for capacity right. um, and leaving us hanging as the customer. Um, I saw the need for fair rates to be given to the drivers. Those drivers work really hard. Um, and some of the brokers were being kind of snotty to them, for lack of a better phrase. Um, and so I just wanted to, to create a company that embodied integrity, offered safe drivers. We were true to our commitment as far as capacity and our service to the customer. So HD White Logistics was born. And here we are four years later. And it all started with a truck. And it all started with one truck. Uh, my husband's company is actually Ty White Trucking. Um, he has two trucks now to date. Um, but we're actually a family of trucks. In my total family, we have about 17 uh, tractors and trailers. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to know more about what you guys are doing. So why don't you tell us exactly what you do at HD White Logistics? So we are a 3PL or third party logistics provider. We are a freight brokerage and freight forwarder. Um, we do about 45% freight brokerage at the current moment because we've pivoted um, our service offerings to support the Georgia Port Authority here in Savannah, Georgia. So we recently 
recently, and I guess I can announce this on your site. This you're going to be the first to know, Sarah. Yeah. Uh, we recently acquired uh, 13 acres in Metter, Georgia, to accommodate container and intermodal storage here in uh, Statesboro and Metter, Georgia, to support the Savannah. Congratulations. That's amazing news. And I've got a lot of people to introduce you to. So we'll take that offline. Awesome. 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 Looking forward to it. Thank you so much. So we've been doing that. Um, We're also in the process. Future plans can't go too far into it, but we're also going to be building a new brand new cross docking facility in the area as well. So we're going to be bringing many jobs to this local rural community. So we're really looking forward to that. Um, and that's kind of HD White Logistics. As you spoke earlier, I am also uh, the CEO of Hope White Consulting. So we do some training as well. Um, we've added on the umbrella. Awesome. Awesome. And I think you also have um, some training. Can you tell us a little bit about some of that training that's available to everybody as well? Yes. So we have another company. I know you're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I did at the beginning. I was like, air quotes. Air quotes. Yeah. (laughs) So you have HD White Logistics. um, Then you have Hope White Consulting, which we specialize in um, training for companies, startup companies that's interested in getting into logistics, understanding more about supply chain, coming in and helping them establish their business the right way so that they're more I guess, seen in a better light with larger suppliers. Um, And then we have logistically speaking online. And that's my baby. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Logistically speaking online is a e-learning course. And the website is logistically speaking dot online. And I know that's a lot, but we have five courses there currently where we dive deep into supply chain procurement, transportation, freight brokering, freight forwarding. And we give our students an opportunity to learn from A to Z everything there is to know how to establish your company the right way. I love that. And you can also find that under the partners page at letstalksupplychain.com because I want to make sure that people can definitely find the those those online courses because um, I know that they're making a difference and, and I'm excited for that. Yeah. So so let's talk a little bit more about HD White Logistics. Can you give us a real life example of of how you've helped some of your customers? Like what are they com- what are the challenges that they're coming to you with? Um, what are the solutions you're providing and what kind of benefits are they seeing? So we'll give you our largest um, customer to date, what we're dealing with right now. One of our customers is actually UPS. Um, We're helping them over on the um, flatbed side and we have a five-year contract with UPS. Um, One of their customers, we bid upon this lane 18 months ago with the intention of it moving within or starting within three months of award. However, we end up ended up holding our rates for 18 months. So, (laughs) and this was just to accommodate UPS who was accommodating their customer because of COVID and because of change of administration. Some of the contracts weren't funded um, sooner. And so we kept getting pushed off, pushed off, pushed off. And we held because we realized 
the um, value in having a relationship and a partnership with a company like UPS. Um, so we held our rates um, and we just started moving these loads in July of 2020. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> and so, you know, I think, I think something that we can take out of that story too, is that, you know, as a 3PL and as the owner of your company, you can specialize, like you can bring solutions to the table that other people or other companies might not be able to do that because you can be agile and you can pivot to the different needs that um, people are looking for, especially as a freight broker, right? Because you're, you're, um, you've got access to all sorts of different types of equipment. And depending on what that challenge is, you can really dig deep into some of your relationships and figure out what the ideal solution is for, for your customers. Right, right. So just to dive a little deeper in that particular scenario with UPS, this particular customer for UPS is asking for a dedicated partner, dedicated driver to the lane to remain on the lane for five years. Wow. <laughs> so yes, that was a challenge to accommodate as a small business owner, but we definitely made it happen because when HD White Logistics gives the promise to the customer that we work with dedicated asset-based partners, we're true to that word. Absolutely. And, you know, it sounds like in the different partnerships, like you're, you're really taking a look at the industry and looking long term, you've really got a collaborative nature and, and you can really see that in the partnerships that you're creating, right? With the Georgia Port right. Authority, what right. you're looking to do on the cross docking side, which is great. I mean, my background is also in cross docking and I know how important it was, you know, just a couple of years ago when I was sort of selling those services. And now it's definitely tenfold because people are looking at different solutions on how to um, get to the market that they're looking for, but from a short term, not right. a short term, but a, a shorter length of time to get there. Correct. And it's going to be cross-docking facilities like yours that are really going to enable companies to really make the most out of their final mile. Awesome. Uh, we, we, we are going to do our best. Um, I think we're being uh, very instrumental as well, because as this podcast is Women in Supply Chain, we've done our research here and we're probably one of the first uh, certified minority woman owned cross docking facilities within a 200 mile radius of the Georgia Port Authority. I got chills for that one. <laughs> um, so let's talk a little bit about that because you and I have had some conversations about this in the past mm -hmm. and you've got some really big supporters and advocates for what you're doing um, in the industry as, you know, as far as diversity, as far as you know, small business, woman owned. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Like, how have you gone about being certified? What does the certification kind of mean, mean to you and your business? And how have you been able to create those advocates? So my certifications, first, I'm certified minority with the National Minority Supplier Diversity Council um, in a subset of the Georgia Minority Supplier Diversity Council. Um, we were certified with them in February of 2019. Um, and then we are woman-owned, woman-owned small business certified with WeBank, which is the Women Business Enterprise National Council. 
Um, and then the subset is the Georgia Women uh, Business Council here. I'm sorry, Greater Women's Business Council. Uh, Roz, don't get me for that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we're certified NMSDC and WeBank. And when we originally sought out these certifications, well, let me just go back. When we first started business, I honestly didn't see a need in getting those certifications because right. I said to myself, I'm black. I'm a woman. They're going to give me the business. Right. Uh, no, <laughs> that was not the case. After doing my research, I found that these organizations painted a different picture for you that you sometimes as a small business have a challenge doing getting started. And what I'm saying, what am I saying by that? I'm saying they were able to take a deeper dive into our financials, um, who we are, tell our story for us in a light that most corporates look for in partnering with smaller businesses. Huh. Um, okay. Since doing that, um, it changed the conversation to a more of a reverse marketing Whereas we were seeking out all of this business or constantly doing cold calls and sale calls. Now business comes to us because these two entities house us in a database that w that's available to them to look for qualified, certified minority women-owned businesses. Amazing. And one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you about that is because of the listeners, Right. I think from a supplier perspective, I think from a supply chain professional perspective that are in their, you know, in their environments on a regular basis and looking to work with more diverse suppliers. You know, how do we do that? What does that look like? How can we support the community a little bit better? And then on the other side, you know, for women owned small business, for women owned business in the supply chain community, I think that it's really worthwhile to hear about your journey to certification. You know, understanding that in the beginning, it wasn't, you know, something that you thought was crucial. And now it's really part of that lifeline and, and, and a part of the heartbeat of really help that helps, you know, um, your business grow. And so I'm, I'm really thankful for you for sharing that. And you, like I said before, you do have some advocates, right? You've got some companies, some corporations behind you that um, do support you in different ways. Can you talk a little bit about that as well? Absolutely. So we were recently, and that was just prior to COVID, we were recently um, sponsored by Coca-Cola. Mm -hmm. um, Therese Thompson and the supplier diversity team over there. Hey, Therese. <laughs> um, they really have taken an initiative towards partnering with smaller uh, women-owned businesses uh, or minority diverse businesses here, especially during COVID. Um, and we were sponsored by Coke and team for the University of Georgia Small Business Development Center Grow Smart program, which is an intricate course that comes in and for over a period, I think it was six weeks, um, we went to class once a week and we learned everything we needed as business owners from building business plans to understanding SWOT analysis, from marketing, uh, leveraging your diverse certifications, uh, learning how to partner with larger corporations from beginning to end. And Coke 
if it was not for Coke, I would not have been able to take that class because sometimes those courses can be quite expensive for a small yeah. business owner. Mm-hmm. And, and Coke saw um, who we are and who we're trying to become and stepped in and definitely covered that for us. So we're very grateful to Coca-Cola and their supply diversity team for that. Yeah. And I, you know, I think that's important too, right? Is, is knowing what resources are out there and how you can, how you can leverage those to really be able to help, um, not only yourself, but also the team and and help the business grow and everything like that. So let's get back to HD White Logistics and Hope White Consulting. Um, so what's the difference between the two companies? How do your roles differ? So HD White Logistics, is the CEO and Hope White there is the CEO of freight brokering, (laughs) ensuring that my customers have dedicated assets, timely pickups, um, enough carriers, you know, uh, enough equipment on hand to, you know, make sure that their loads are covered. That's Hope White on that side. I also have taken on two partners over there. So I'm kind of no longer a solopreneur. Uh, in that regards. Um, so I've kind of been able to divvy out some of those responsibilities. Um, and so that allowed Hope White to now become Hope White Consulting, in which we've partnered with entities like We Buy Black um, to consult them on their new e-commerce facility, warehousing facility that they're building, and how they could get that established and some of the setup processes they would probably want to implement to rival some of their competitors. Um, We've also done Hope White Consulting in a smaller setting with individuals who were interested, who've probably either established a logistics company or looking to establish a logistics company and giving them some tips and pointers on how um, coming into the industry, they want to set themselves up for success from a marketing perspective, from financial perspective, from business credit, um, from building relationships with their suppliers versus just give me the business, give me the business, mm-hmm. but learning how to build those relationships that equals success down the line. Amazing. I love that because none of that is easy and it's great to have somebody who can help with the setup of that, right? I mean, with a lot of businesses because of COVID, they're now also pivoting online from bricks and mortar. And so there's a lot more people out there, you know, looking for somebody like you who can come in and really talk to them about that strategy and what that means for inventory and how to maybe, um, figure out the best solution for their warehousing and different things like that. So I'm glad that you're doing that. Um, So on the HD White Logistics, how does, you know, who's your ideal client? How does a potential client know um, that they want to work with you or, or should be working with you? So if I just had to put my dream wish list on, let's talk supply <laughs> chain. <laughs> I have an affinity for retail um, and um, groceries. Um, and my, my affinity with retail is probably because of my background in supply chain and dealing with vendor management inside of the facility. And so, you know, understanding um, how the product needed to come into the facility as far as, you know, the cartlet, cartage, um, SKU types, all these different things that made me come to learn over hundreds of vendors over a couple of years. But then groceries, because me understanding that, it moves all the time. We Everybody got to eat. Okay. So my two top 
just gotta have customers. Kroger is my baby. I have been wanting to partner with Kroger for over um, over three years now on from a freight brokerage side. Um, and we've had some some communication with them on some things we would probably need to do, which we've been working on and we have accommodated. Um, but that is the top number one Kroger. And then our second top customer would be, of course, the Home Depot. And we've had talks in the last three days um, with Home Depot. So we're looking to bigger, brighter days with working with them as well. Awesome. I love that. I love that. Everybody has, you know, goals and, and companies that they want to work with. And I'm glad that you, you shared that authentically with us. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I I think it's important. I think that, you know, there's large enterprise companies, um, obviously like Home Depot and Coca-Cola and Kroger that also need to know how they can make a difference in the community and, Mm -hmm. you know, opening up that dialogue and having conversations with different suppliers and, and figuring out how you can work with them is a huge part of how supply chain is going to be successful in the future in all sorts of aspects, right? Correct. 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 So particularly as a woman, how do you balance the multiple roles and the ambitions I'm sure you have for the future? Is there like a particular strategy you use or approach you live by? Because from the sounds of it, it doesn't even sound like you get seven hours of sleep because you also, I know you have kids (laughs) and I know you like fishing. So I'm just not sure how you do it all. So, um, I balance with the law of attraction. Um, I actually have a planner that's called the law of attraction planner. Um, and I found that on Amazon and it actually breaks down my day by the hour. Um, I sit down every Sunday and I goal plan for the week. And that is from a personal and a professional perspective. And I, I write out everything I intend or I, I have the intention of completing for the week. Um, and I make sure every day I start by. First 15 minutes a day, meditation, next 45 minutes of the day, exercise. And then the first hour of my day, I give my kids love. Just me personally, I have to give my kids love in the morning. I got to feel that love. That's what's gives me the energy to sit at the computer every day and go hard. Um, And then from there, I schedule all my meetings. Um, I have to create a schedule. You have to stay organized. If Mm -hmm. you don't, you will just be grasping at straws all day. So every business has its own day, its own schedule, and um, we try to maintain that. Now, it's kind of hard. I will admit with without being in the office now with COVID and the kids being home, um, but we've learned to now put the kids on a schedule. So that's been working out pretty good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, no. And and it's I'm glad to hear that, right? Because a lot of times people see us doing. Yeah. Right? They right. see us doing and they they're they kind of wonder, you know, how yeah. do you do that? And yeah. it seems like we're doing a lot. And so breaking it down and really showcasing how we're able to do it for ourselves, it doesn't necessarily mean that we can solve it for everybody. Right. But but being able to share what works for us. Right. 
Um, you know, they can take bits and pieces from it and hopefully that'll work for them. I, I really like the meditation piece. I'm all about meditation. I also do a gratitude journal before I go to bed at night. Yes. Yes. I'm, I was thinking of incorporate, incorporating a gratitude journal, but I'm going to tell you by the time I hit that pillow at 10 (laughs) o'clock, 10 (laughs) Oh two. Girl, I am gone to the left side. So (laughs) I try. I try to watch TV, everything. Nothing, none of that works. I just end up going to sleep. But that is a great takeaway as well. That's good. Yeah. And I've been incorporating. um, So I do three three things that I'm grateful for. Mm -hmm. What brought me joy today? Okay. Um, What did I achieve? Like, what were my achievements for the day? Mm -hmm. And then lastly, what's a positive for tomorrow? So if anybody's listening and they're doing a gratitude journal and, you know, maybe some of that they want to incorporate as well. Awesome. So you are very ingrained in the trucking industry, right? You've previously said that women are the answer to many of the trucking industry's problems. Can you elaborate on that? (laughs) So I'll just keep it. I'll just shoot it straight like I always do. Um, Women are the answer to trucking's problems because this has been a male-dominated industry for so long. Mm -hmm. And women often have vision and better organizational skills than males do that's just it and so a woman coming in can provide the trucking industry a refreshed view of the future we can provide insight on technology on organizational structure on implementing new processes that will keep your employees happy from a mental health perspective that's often overlooked Mm-hmm. Male, in the male-driven industry, let's just keep it honest, um, men can get burnt out. Um, it's all about ego, 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 which is mental health. Um, women, although we operate from emotions, sometimes we, off, we operate from emotions with a clear perspective of reaching the goal. And so that is definitely needed in the trucking industry, that renewed, fresh vision. Mm-hmm. I think that yeah. women bring. Yeah. And I, I, I would agree with that. I mean, obviously, and it's not just about women in the industry. I think it's diversity as a whole. Correct. Um, I think fresh perspectives from different walks of life. Right. You know, people experiencing different things as well, you know, right. bringing that to the table and, and taking a look at it from a different perspective and saying, hey, guys, yeah. I think we can do this differently. But yeah. It also comes from the other side too, right? You've got to be open to that conversation. You've got to be open to trying new things and potentially winning and potentially failing, but making sure that you're learning and that that sort of process is in there for everybody too. Right. That's right. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I think, you know, not just the trucking industry, but I think, you know, supply chain as a whole. I mean, listen, guys, like not nobody can do it on their own. I mean, the, <laughs> the knowledge base is changing every yes, one five years. And that was a year ago. Yes, it is. Things are getting faster. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I totally agree. Um, I can speak to one of my mentors. Um, her name is Tanique. Tanika Coxum, and she's uh, Google's global uh, sourcing transportation at Google. And she started with me at Home Depot as an operations manager. And she, I watched her fight to get her knowledge understood and heard uh, within our organization at the time. 
And now look where she is just mm-hmm. five short years later. She's left some of her counterparts still at Home Depot, which is Home Depot is a great company. That's not what I'm saying. But she's going on where her knowledge base and her experience and her idea and her vision has pivoted her to a higher height. Amazing. I love those kinds of stories. I yeah. love those stories. And hopefully, uh, maybe outside of this, you can connect us because I'd love to oh, yeah. um, get connected awesome. and hear yeah. her story. Yeah. So let's look at the future. Um, okay. You know, what's next for you? What's next for HD White Logistics and for Hope White Consulting? And then maybe tell us a little bit more about how everybody can get involved in logistically speaking as well. So HD White Logistics, uh, within the next, I'll say six months, we are really um, hunkering down in this intense project of launching this storage and intermodal container facility here in Statesboro and Metter, Georgia, uh, to support Georgia Ports Authority. So that's HD White Logistics. We also have onboarded with a new customer on the freight brokerage side, uh, Spartan Nash. So we'll be getting up to date on um, supporting them. Um, And then um, Hope White Consulting um, is now rebranding so that we can support supply chain and understanding how to make sure that their supplier diversity teams are partnering with, you know, minority suppliers from a perspective of not just a numbers game to have us in a database, but are you really truly utilizing um, these suppliers? So we're, we're rebranding and remarketing um, so that we can partner with some of those corporations to make sure that we come in and show and train and teach and educate on the importance of working with minority women-owned suppliers as far as and as well as diverse suppliers. And then logistically speaking online is launching two additional courses, uh, diversity and, and inclusion in supply chain. And then we've launched a dispatching course. Um, sometimes dispatching is overlooked, um, but they are actually very pivotal in trucking as far as making sure the the drivers get the right information. And so we've had a lot of requests for that course. So we're building that course out right now for logistically speaking um, dot online. So yeah, that's all going on here in like the next now. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Well, that was amazing. And you are such an inspiration. I'm so glad you and I are connected. I'm so glad we were able to showcase not only you, but everything that you are doing for the community. So if you feel inspired and keen to hear more, we have plenty more podcasts for you featuring the best and brightest in the industry. So head over to letstalksupplychain.com forward slash podcast to check out the latest. But for this particular episode, if you're looking for more information about Hope, about HD White Logistics, Hope White Consulting, and Logistically Speaking Online, you can find this over at letstalksupplychain.com forward slash episode 140. And don't forget to come back next week when we'll be joined by Ben from Parcel, where they will be telling us all about how they are disrupting all aspects of this industry. Thank you so much to the incredibly powerful Hope White. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, thank you again, Sarah, for having us. It was awesome.
This episode was produced in collaboration with Border Buddy, the most innovative online customs platform out there. And here is what Graham, the founder of Border Buddy, has to say. More and more companies are looking to expand their reach into global markets, but most don't know where to start or don't have the time to figure it out. Border Buddy sees the struggle and has found a way for you to integrate customs into your e-commerce site, allowing you peace of mind when selling to customers in other countries. Your customers will know exactly how much the costs are to import their order from you to their door in real time. And just imagine what that will do for your business and your sales. Visit us and sign up for 10% off your first clearance at borderbuddy.com slash let's talk supply chain. If you like this episode, make sure to go to the podcast page on letstalksupplychain.com and filter by category, no matter what challenge you're having in your business or your supply chain, go and check out our category filter because you'll be able to find companies that can help you overcome those challenges at your fingertips. If you enjoy the podcast, there are a few ways to support the show. You can follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can sign up for our newsletter over at letstalksupplychain.com. You can also um, subscribe to our YouTube channel, the SC Supply Chain TV. Next, ships.com. We are fully launched. So if you are an importer or an exporter that look that are looking to you know, really streamline what you're doing on the air freight and ocean freight side. One login, you know, one vendor, not multiple vendors for multiple different freight forwarders, making it so much easier, putting it into an online platform so that you can do better business and much easier business with freight forwarders. Then go to ships.com, that's S-H-I-P-Z.com so that you will not miss out on this opportunity. You can also find some really cool merch and uh, purchase our exclusive supply chain dictionary in our shop over at letstalksupplychain.com forward slash shop. And don't forget to rate us and give us a review over on Apple Podcasts, especially if you would like to be featured on an upcoming episode. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening. And remember, ship happens.